0: Hi, uh, this is Joan Stanford speaking with Nadia Natali and I'm the author of The Art of Play, Ignite Your Imagination to Unlock Insight, Healing, and Joy. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you, Nadia.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and I am an author of Stairway to Paradise, Growing Up Gershwin. And um, I, I just have to tell you, I... I, I, I'm just amazed at how we have so many things in common. I don't know if you noticed that. I did when you looked at my website. Yeah, it was on Penny. So I wondered how you saw that. Well,
0: I, first of all, I, I I have I would really like to know more about your journey because I'm I'm in awe of the fact that you sort of set off and had adventures and ended up in California, um, running this wonderful retreat center mm-hmm. and getting into offering you know the different things you offer there the the dance and the um, nature walks and and it just it just seems like such a departure from coming from the big city in the east coast
1: that's right yeah yeah well I don't know where you came from but I mean that is what my book is about is this journey but it is it's just a fascinating shift in life and it's just a uh, I'd be interested to know how did you grow up in California or did you move from Another place. no. <laughs> so that that's also similar. But I'm from the
0: Midwest. I I'm actually I'm in Winnipeg right now. I come back every summer to my family cottage on Lake Winnipeg. And we're now um, wow. with my with my cousin's grandkids. We're into the fifth generation of of people coming here. And we have an annual family reunion this coming weekend. So it's always timed around this time of year. But um, so I grew up in Winnipeg, and um, and then I moved. Let's see. It was in the 70s, I guess. Um, I, I was with uh, my partner Jeff at the time, and he ended up having to. Well, it was when the baby boomers couldn't get jobs, and anyway, we ended up going to help his family uh, renovate uh, a rundown motel in Carmel, and that's how we ended up in California. Huh. That kind of went south. The family's a little crazy, but anyway, we ended up being <laughs> in the innkeeping business and um, ended up in Mendocino, California, which similar to where you are, is an exquisitely beautiful, very natural place with so much to offer in, in terms of the community, there's a lot of artists there, and there's a lot of sort of people that really value consciousness, and um, so it's it's very similar, actually, that we ended up in places like that, and that we also are open to sharing our lifestyles with the public, which, which I've you know, which we're mostly about because people come to us we have classes and offer things as well and um, anyway that's how I ended up in California.
1: <laughs> okay well that's interesting. Um, we also have cooking in common. I've written a cookbook and yes. apparently you have as well so that's uh, just amazing <laughs> just
0: I know I know it's, and, and ours is um, yeah. yeah ours is, is um, yeah dining at the Ravens and, and mm-hmm. yours is from the Blue heron.
1: Blue Heron Ranch Cookbook, yes, and I'm writing another one at the moment, so yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And did you do the illustrations?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought they said My you
1: daughter would do them. did.
0: Uh, oh, your daughter did.
1: And my daughter, yeah, 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 and she's written quite a few books too, and a lot of illustrations, well illustrated books, children's and books. And she grew, and grew up on. with you on the ranch? Yeah, so just a very thumbnail, and maybe, you know, if you want to go into more detail, but I, I came, I grew up in Westport, Connecticut, and um, I grew up in a very, very famous family, Gershwin and others, many uh, famous people in my family, and a uh, very um, unhappy childhood, and I uh, and, and just realized that, you know, that kind of a world isn't my kind of a world, it's not going to satisfy me, and I just um, went through a very uh, difficult time until I met my partner, my husband, and Rico. when I was 26, and he talked about someone called Krishnamurti. Does that mean anything to you?
0: We knew that was going to come up. Yes, Jeff is a huge Krishnamurti person. Our our bookstore at the Inn has most of his books. Yes, uh, yes, it definitely means something to us.
1: Okay, well, that's interesting, too. Okay, (laughs) And, and probably all of these things, it's really funny, but probably all of these things have a common root. You know, uh-huh. just something that goes deeper than just, you know, what our culture is. but um, And it was his talking to me about Krishnamurti that turned me around. I was studying psychology. I I was going to be a therapist, but I was very discouraged until I, I discovered um, at the time dance med- uh, dance therapy. I became a dance therapist. And in learning about Krishnamurti, um, I saw also a similarity between the work of working somatically, which is not in thinking. And of course, Krishnamurti is one who goes outside of thinking. So those two things were um, a commonality between uh, my husband and me, because he's a a Zen practitioner. uh, You know, he does it sitting. So I don't know if you can hear the commonality between that and something like your artwork that you talked about, that I saw in your book. you know, it comes from a different place. It's something it that does. You know, it does definitely the feeling
0: it. Um, somatic place, and and I think the the um, movement from, you know, it sounds like your background probably intellectual, uh, you know, people that achieved in the in the world of the arts, recognized by others, but then coming from the expressive place when you're doing dance or movement or art making for self expression, mm-hmm. self awareness, it's a totally different approach. And, of course, the, um, well, and I talk about this in my book a lot. It's interesting because you said you had an unhappy childhood because I talk so much about reclaiming that, that free, uh, spontaneous uh, uh, part of us that was there as a child even, you know, but I guess it, it depends on your environment whether that's, that's allowed to blossom or it's more streamed into some kind of conventional, you know, behavior. But in any case, the the, the fact that, when we're when we're in the body and and able to be more in touch with what's going on inside us and then have that um, exchange with what's going on around us. I just it's a whole it's a different approach, I think, than the head approach, where we're coming more from thinking things through linearly and you know, with an end in mind um, because the body, it's right. flowing, as you know, like from dance. I mean, it's just, it's in movement. It's its not static. It's not predictable necessarily. And anyway, it's its a wonderfully rich, I feel the same way. That's another similarity because when I first finished um, my uh, college education, I went into social work, but I felt very uncomfortable being the one with the clipboard approaching, you know, people whose lives yeah. I was supposed to be assessing whether they, you know, should get this or that benefit. And, and I felt like that's, I mean, I, I wanted to help. I, I that was a, a very basic impulse, but I didn't like being the one that was supposed to know something. And when I discovered art therapy, um, what I loved about it, it as an expressive process, was you're you're going on the journey together. It's not like I know it, you know it, and I'm helping you discover that by inviting you to express what's on the inside of you out, so then you can be in relationship to it. Whereas the other the other way that I was being trained was more like I'm some kind of an authority, whereas we're the only authority right. about our own experience.
1: Right. Right, well, that's, that's interesting because I, I feel very, very strongly about being in a relationship with a client and having it be a creative experience and that they are... Finding out who they are, but not through their story or their thinking. And so, in in a sense, for me, my understanding is, or my experience is that the healing happens on a much more cellular level when you can actually develop a relationship that's very respectful uh, with the other person. Uh, exactly. So that you can I bring agree. them out and have them, yeah, find out who they really are and who they really want to be, not who they think they should be. It's very different. Right.
0: It's very different, and yeah. and as yeah, and, and we're you and I in the the therapist role, if you like, are witnessing that, but not you know, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Choreographing it necessarily. We're just helping them yes. do and open to whatever they want to express and and want to do. But but that's the part I like. It's it's the co-creative action of it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's also healing the sense of there's somebody here who can see me,
0: yeah, and let me yeah. be,
1: and that's so huge. I mean, it's on an implicit level again, but it's it's very very important to feel self empowered just because someone actually can see you It just gives you a chance to see yourself. So it's right, it's the same same thing, really, just different words. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and that being seen to me is is part of the um, you know the process of parenting and when when it's successful or when it feels um, unconditionally loving the way it gets idealized that that the child is being seen as they are and not having to pretend to be something to win favor. you know that's when things go so screwy with a lot of with a lot of children yeah. where they're not seen, they're not valued, and they're not. They're just, they're just shut down in who they are at a very young age sometimes.
1: I think most of the time, <laughs> a lot of the time, unless maybe there's a big family and a lot of people get hidden from the, the parent. But, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I think this is where art or at least some kind of an expressive movement can help, help these people sort of bypass that that history and they can tap into it whether it's painting or dance or um, writing right it just
0: I know I, I the, I,
1: uh, the authority figure hmm
0: yeah no I, I was just gonna say yes. I did some um, authentic movement for a while and yeah. the witness mm-hmm. role in that was tremendously healing because the witness, whether you were being the witness of the movement that was happening, or whether whether you were the mover, knowing you were being witnessed, there was something incredibly freeing about it.
1: Yeah, and it gives you a sense of that being your life that you can do that in your life. You know, you exactly. can, you know, in a sense, have space behind who you whom you identify yourself as, and that to me is huge. Yes, I'm not attached. To my identity, it's just a phenomena that 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 gets developed through history, my history, my culture, and so on. But it isn't really who I am, and right. so that kind of witnessing is is that bigger space that you can actually hold as as life unfolds in front of you. Right, That's kind of how I feel,
0: and yeah. I think that, you know when when I see the um, art process too, it's that other part too because when you create something. The difference between, well, I guess dance can be videotaped, but I'm thinking when you create something on paper, it, it stays there and reflects back to you, and you can have this different kind of relationship with it, whatever that information is that's come through. Um, and that is also like the art piece is a witness as well, if you if you follow.
1: Yeah, no, that's very true. And, and as you said, it isn't quite as true with movement. But it's a different process because it's a reorganization of the nervous system in the dance work that I do with people. I call it dance medicine.
0: Uh
1: And there's something that actually happens deep within the body that even your brain may not know about. So even if you had a piece of paper to record it or even if you watched it, it it would be fine. But it wouldn't be what is actually being reorganized in the nervous system. Right. Which is what you do carry with you. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it sounds it sounds wonderful. And do you do? The, I saw on the website you had this beautiful studio. But do you also sometimes do it outside?
1: No, I wish we could. We're in Southern California in the mountains, and we have these little flies. And it's either oh. a little too cold or a little too hot. Usually too, too hot. And these flies, that yeah, and we actually talked about that, and it just wouldn't work. Uh-huh. So um, okay, you know these little no seams that really irritate you. So no, we have to have it screened in somehow or closed uh-huh. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bet you, you can like do a- it up there, though. You can do things outside. Um,
0: in yeah, Man- and you Man- know. Man- yeah i I people do do things outside, I think more because the climate's you know a little more temperate, it's not so hot and it's not so cold. but I was thinking of um yeah. I saw a documentary on uh Anna Halprin down in uh, Sea Ranch. I think you know her work in Northern uh-huh. California uh-huh yeah and she she did these wonderful dance movement things um, on the cliffs and on the seashore. And and it was just, it was quite amazing because I I feel like there was this um, connection to the actual, when you talked about the cellular thing, that was just the image that came to my mind was this sense of, like, we actually are the wave coming in and we are the limb moving. I mean, it was just, visually, it was quite amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, I just... Just curious Uh, if if you had that ability to do it outside where you are, since it's so beautiful there.
1: No, but I have to tell you that people who come here—I mean, we are a mile off from the main, uh, from—I mean, actually six miles off from the main road, and then a mile in on a dirt road. And so, when people come here, and they we walk around and so on, they are absorbing and taking in the—it's just beautiful here outside and. And so, so they, there's an in and out, <laughs> more of an in and out going on. Yeah, all the time. yeah. So, but yeah. you know, the, just yeah. to be there
0: is so healing. I, I find that's true here too. People wow. people come, and when they first arrive, if if you could take a photograph, the way they appear when they first arrive, coming from their busy <laughs> lives or whatever, and then they spend some time in in the natural beauty. Um, and and of course they're unwinding. They're on vacation. In in our case, but um, but it's amazing how healing that is. It certainly it's healing for me to go out on a walk and um, you know just be with my own oh, my yeah. own stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, this is this where we live. Um, we're off the grid, and where the Chumash Indians used to be. There's something very magical, in, in spite of what we've we really listened to the land and whatever we did with it we have 40 acres that we we developed very sensitively so we didn't impose anything everything told us what it wanted you know that kind of thing and so right. the, so the land is still very dominant in it and in its own personality and when people come here they're just they just they feel healed i mean it's just very very amazing the energy that uh, shifts them so it's it in a way similar
0: yeah it's, a, yeah, it's another similar yeah. thing. I'm going to send you um, our cookbook, but the beginning of the cookbook tells the story of our of our, you know, our coming to the, in the land and whatnot, but it's so similar because there were times when, Uh. in fact, the first day we were there, I, I stood on, on the deck of our, we lived in, in a motel room when we were first there, it was a smaller property, and I stood and looked out and said, oh, it's so beautiful, and we could have an ocean view if these trees, these, this band of cypress trees wasn't there, but we didn't want to cut down the trees, I mean, we had the same approach, I I think, sounds like we have the same approach, but that winter, that Uh very first Winter. There were a lot of rains, and the roots were shallow, and the cypresses literally <sighs> fell over. Not not that we would have wished oh. it, but we didn't have to take them down, and no, it gave I us a beautiful view. Oh, and it, oh, it was like they surrendered. Amazing. They knew we were the right people. I mean, yes. that's how how we felt. Oh like we my were
1: God. Kind of
0: yeah we were going to be caretakers of this land and and ah. as the same sort of thing people come and and there is an energy there and it's like a an accelerant it's like if something has to happen it could be a relationship um moving to the next le- level or even a relationship ending but somehow the time spent mm-hmm. there you mm-hmm. know moves people in a certain direction or you know we've had people mm-hmm. come just to um, you know, spread the ashes of their child or something, and and something very sad. And they wow. come and they just feel so supported and so nurtured. And I believe the Pomo mm-hmm. also came to that land. And um, anyway, it's interesting. So, you know, it's what another is? kind of <laughs> so another connection there with just the association with finding a land. I didn't get that land. word though. Which, which you said one? That the
1: Pomo? That off- oh, I think yeah. I just said it was On another
0: connection.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's very amazing. That the story about those trees is just. uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a few stories in my cookbook, but the but it's you know I I embellished it. I mean, I actually enhanced or written it much more in my memoir about our coming here and what we went through, (laughs) Um, the fire and the floods, and we lost a a child here during the floods. And um, we didn't lose anything during the fire. But it's been a very, very dramatic um, 35, 36 years here on this property. How long have you been on yours?
0: We came in 80.
1: What do you mean? Eighties, so did we <laughs>
0: 1980 I, well, oh my I was gosh. in my head and I was pregnant we came in the fall in September and my our son was born in uh. in March and so um you know they uh. both were raised and grew up in on the property and and our family was yeah. so in, integrated our family life and everything was integrated with the in, which was part in my in my book I talk about that enmeshed kind of situation and how I had to uh-huh. find a way to separate myself out and what was interesting was when I got into um, art making, it was collage, which of course is pulling things out and, and separating things out and then creating <laughs> creating a new uh-huh. whole. So the, the, the healing that happened for me was was perfect because what I was doing, when you said earlier, it's like how you can translate something that you discover in the dancing, the medicine, I, I love that, dance medicine, that you discover there, you can mm-hmm. apply it to your well, the same with what oh, yeah. I was doing. It was like I was practicing, and I, I think in the book I say you're practicing, you know, in making and role breaking. You're practicing all these things when you're making your when you're art, making your art. So that allows you to, you know, own that when you're out making a decision other places. Like, well, I've done this before. I know I can make this decision. And it, it was just it was a very interesting process to move from one place to another through the actual doing of making art and and finding it myself in in a different relationship because i just i wanted to feel better than i felt in in the situation i was and and it definitely served
1: yeah. me that way so interesting so it's interesting um the way you described the process i would just um add a little something to it and the way i i look at it sometimes is that a process like dance or art or painting and so on allows you to go to a very young part, if you're willing, if you're open to do this, that needed to grow itself up. And so it's sort of saying what you just said. It allows you to actually get in touch with the part that never had a chance to grow itself up. And now we're giving it that opportunity, and so we can follow it through the different stages it needs to go through. So it's saying similarly what you said, but yeah. Yeah. No, I
0: yeah. love that. It, I absolutely believe it. that. It's, it's totally true.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because so I know that with my dad, so I remember one of the teachers that I had, and I was going for a PhD here in Santa Barbara, which, by the way, I didn't finish. I just got to my proposal, and I couldn't handle doing the uh, the rest of the scholarly work. But um, I remember one time doing this. It was an authentic movement, kind of a class. Also, that you mentioned that. And I was doing something very sort of childlike. And I was thinking at the time, I was thinking, why can't we all just run around like doing movements like this just anytime, anywhere, socially? You know, why do we have to be so constrained? And then I realized that I hadn't had that ability. I I had to be the therapist and the grown-up in my family since I was a little kid. And this was the chance. This was for me to see that I didn't have that opportunity and I didn't need to do it anymore. Something something shifted. I, it's sort of like it grew up very fast, if that yes. makes sense to you. Totally. Yeah. And so I, I was able to go through something very quickly, because it was something, it was such a surprise, the whole process, it came out of left field. And that's what's so cool about any kind of art or dance therapy, that it, it things do come out of left field, that you don't expect. And and then you have to honor it and just see what it means to you, and and it, it's always a surprise. It's always wonderful.
0: <laughs> and I and I think and key. At the same time. yeah, yeah, it, it's key because um, I think it's it's easy to sort of um, I well I use the term uh, sleepwalk, but it's easy to not really be living our life. You know, we're kind of in on automatic in a way. We're just not open anymore to to the fact that it is. You know, every day is full of surprises. Every moment can be you know a, a wonderful opening to something but we we don't expect that anymore and and i that's partly what i talk about with the child which of course i've romanticized the child but i i picture a child just yeah. being so excited to go out and play in the morning and oh i get to wake up and they jump out of bed whereas we kind of reach over and turn off the alarm and oh dear got to get up you know it's it people can get into this very unalive place with their life and to me all of you know the work you're doing, the work we're doing. It's about being mm-hmm. more conscious with ourselves, but be more, but to be more engaged with life, and to have life be this, you know, to open on so many levels that that, um, you know, I mean, it, it's natural as humans, we have to do, you know, do what we have to do. But there's this other part that that's just just waiting for us to receive it, you know. I mean, aside from all the things we have to do, and
1: um, right, I and.
0: Yeah. What go ahead.
1: You, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I was because I wanted to sort of piggy piggyback on what you just said. Yeah. Um, no, finish. I was finished. In, if I were if I were to say it in a different way and not go back to the child, perhaps, but go into what I am doing with myself more and more is just to find out who am I as a human being, what is it? I am, you know, I've come up with this phrase, I am the utmost authority on being a human being. And of course, so is everyone else. And what does that mean? Nobody can tell me what it's like to be a human being. And so I, I, in a sense I'm watching. And again, this witness thing, there's the sense of witnessing who, who shows up. And so it becomes very childlike in the sense of being curious. Exactly. And so I'm I'm sort of weaving the two together but there is a sense of 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 wonder what does it mean I'm not going to I'm I don't want to have to fit into what other people think I should be so I'm now going to find out what what this is this is my right. one and only chance
0: and, really and also cool. not to feel that we're we're finished, that that we're you know we've assumed an identity or something. Exactly. But not to be surprised! Oh my exactly. goodness, I have this ability to dance, or to pretend I'm flying, or or I have this ability to to mix these colors, and I like how it looks, even though it doesn't look like anything. Or you know to be to allow yeah. us to be yes. surprised by different aspects of ourselves as well. Um, you know, and that's incredibly enlivening
1: yeah and even uh, uh, if you were to say it in a negative way oh i notice i really don't really enjoy the- uh, 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 so that you can really find out what is this particular moment this the spark that's that's breathing uh, uh, do who is she Who right. is this being it's really fascinating so it's, it's very alivening. And- yeah,
0: and and I think yeah. and I love this that we share all this, but I I think that the the path that we've taken is a testament to that. I mean, we could not I could never have imagined uh-huh. back in the seventies that I would be <laughs> where I am now, doing what I'm doing, and any of it. I, I honestly oh couldn't.
1: I, yeah, no, was exactly, shocking, <laughs> yeah. and it's very amusing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so, curious about your cooking. Um, this is something that's become kind of important to me and I want our husband but it's become more so do you what kind of um food you cook or do you well we're
0: we're doing any story about that actually we're we're, and um so we grow a lot of our own produce as much as we possibly can in our organic garden right here on site um big river nurseries is, is the name it has and um so we we um Actually, the t- we're actually trying to get rid of the term vegan because it's got many negatives attached to it, but it's all plant-based, yeah. the, whole, the whole thing. And um, we try, actually, to keep it as whole foods-based as well, just, you know, for the health of it. Um, but the food is, is fabulous here. I'm actually not Jeff's the one that's much more involved in the cooking, and he's more involved with the restaurant than I am. I'm I'm definitely a tester and, and have input, but... Um, <laughs> But actually, when we first met, it was one of the endearing things besides his his, um, curious mind and his introducing me to Krishnamurti and all sorts of other wonderful things, um, was that he was a cook Cooked things I'd never heard of coming from Winnipeg. I'd never had an artichoke. (laughs) Quite amazing. I mean, (laughs) times have changed. I mean, you know, we have stores with everything now. But back then, I I had never had an artichoke. And... um, you know, if you've never had an artichoke, it's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, but he's, no, he's, he much more, he's much more the one to talk to about about the, the recipes and everything. But I think cooking is, yeah. again, such a wonderful, creative thing, and it's so nurturing oh. and so healing. And I'm glad yeah. that it's, yeah. you know, we're coming back to wanting to be involved with growing and cooking food. I, I think it is definitely coming back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I hope so. I know it's very important here as well. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, uh, I, I, I am the opposite. I eat everything and anything so long as it's good quality and really well made. But basically, we're vegetarian and eat some fish and and so on. And I'm and this cookbook. I'm hoping that I'm writing now. I don't know how. You know, I probably probably will finish it. Um. We'll have recipes for vegan and vegetarian and non-dairy and gluten-free, so that you know each person will have an opportunity to to get something out of it if they want.
0: Oh, good. So that's and my
1: my yeah theme. That's your, yeah.
0: Well, it's it's gotten yeah. so that people are. I know we you know people that come to the end. Oh. There's so many um oh yep. so many allergies yep. and so many this and so many that. To me, yes. it's amazing this, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, we have to ask people when they come to our retreat center, you know, what are your food um, constrictions, so right. restrictions, and I'm always um, amazed, you know, this person can't eat eggs, and this person, you know, it's on and on, and when we first started our, our, our center here, it wasn't that way at all. I mean, I we're always vegetarian, but yeah.
0: yeah. But it's funny, I mean, I mean, I wonder what that is. I wonder if it's just that people are more... You know, paying more attention, or if it's—I mean, I don't know how much. I guess it is. I shouldn't—I shouldn't say anything because I. But I sometimes wonder if it's if it's um, a little psychosomatic, a little obsessive. You know.
1: I don't think so. I. It, my feeling is that it's the microbiome of the gut. You know, the, the that yes. it's gotten so messed up, due to you know antibiotics and all the kinds of chemicals and so on that people just don't have the stamina that they had um, I, I just watch I watch my daughter and she, you know I can drink more black tea than she can for example and, and then she'll suddenly get I just can see differences with the younger people Another, a niece of mine very allergic to eggs I, I just don't I mean very she gets blisters all over her body it's not psychos, I mean I understand what psychosomatic is and I really believe that uh, I believe in that but not the way most people understand it I mean it really does have an effect on the chemistry you know have uh, and of course everything (laughs) I suppose (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly but I they're finding more and more that the the bacteria in the in the intestines having I don't know how much you know about this I don't want to go on about it but
0: I do though I do know about it and yes go ahead
1: yeah yeah I've just heard about Alzheimer's they're noticing that they gave you know that they're Helping mice that have Alzheimer's by by giving them a certain kind of bacteria, so it's just uh anyway that that's all I wanted to say It's just yeah. maybe that's no, and, and why people are having more difficulty today.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're right. It's it's yeah. sort of akin to you know all the obsessive hand washing that people are now more you know yes. they can't they yes. can't handle their immune system is compromised because they're not you know it's it's right. just they're always so clean.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, exactly, anyway. same thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, well, um, wow. well I look forward <laughs> to seeing your cookbook, your new cookbook, but I really look forward to reading your, um, the, it's scary to paradise.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to reading your book too. It's beautifully done. I'm, I'm Thank very impressed you. by the quality of it. Yeah, and really i really interesting. in it is, and so
0: on, but. It, Yes. And it was printed here in Winnipeg. Isn't that just amazing? I, I was surprised. I'm oh, so surprised. Yeah. It's like it was waiting job. for me to come home to it.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. That's funny that yeah, Winnipeg.
0: Okay, well. Oh I I think, my gosh. <laughs> I think we might think be getting close.
1: Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> we might be getting close to the end of, of our time. So, um tell me again your information for contact and everything.
1: Okay, and then you can after I do. Um, okay. So my name's Nadia Natali, and my website is NadiaNatali.com, and you just spell it N-A-D-I-A-N-A-T-A-L-I. And um, anyone, any listener who's interested can buy my book from um, my website or from um, Amazon.com. Uh, and com. title again? To Paradise. Stairway to Paradise. Yep, Stairway to Paradise, Growing Up Gershwin. And um, I'd be happy to uh, be reached. And if anyone's interested in doing dance medicine, I'd be delighted. And uh, or doing a retreat here, and that includes you and your family. <laughs> Thank <laughs> and you. And what about you? Okay, yeah. so
0: I, I'm um, I'm Joan Stanford, and my website is just www.joanstanford.stanford.com. And um, the title of my book released. This June is um, The Art of Play, Ignite Your Imagination to Unlock Insight, Healing, and Joy. And my email is just joan, J-O-A-N, at stanfordin.com. And as, as Nadia said, um, love hearing from anybody, um, and uh, come visit us.